Action Park Media. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Kevin Connolly. I'm Kevin Dillon. Victory! All right, Kev, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug Ellen. Rat bastard. What a rat bastard. He has fled the coop and he has left Trading. Action Park Media to go do his own podcast at Podcast One. How do you feel? Good riddance. You Trader. know what I mean? We don't need him. We don't need him. We don't need we'll him. Replace him easily. He'll be replaced by the end of the I, week. I feel like I've been backstabbed. I do too. I mean, I it's love weird. the guy, but, I, but he left us. Listen, we're still down for the reboot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, as far as the podcast thing goes, you know, uh, good riddance. That's what I'd say. Yeah. It's a little sad. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just our gallon is still Doug in is the right house. here pointing cameras at us. Unfortunately, Listen. he's still eating mush and sticking his fucking camera in everybody's face. Doug, what do you have to say for yourself? I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. Connolly definitely wants me out because what happened with Victory the podcast and Dylan knows. Connolly convinced Kevin Dillon, the star, uh, to do this and then suckered me in by saying Dillon's going to carry it and whatever. But Connolly was going to be in the booth. Then we get a little traction. People start to like it. He's out of the booth. Okay, yeah. right. Let me. I'm ringing, I'm ringing the lie buzzer. That's not true. You want me in. in oh, I didn't, that has I, nothing I, listen, to do with it. I like the other room because it's actually easier for me to be funny because I can say things that you guys don't really hear. Yeah. And then they end up in the episode. I think I'm funnier in the booth, personally. That's just me. Yeah, but by the way, but, my, but my thing about that's you. No, no, you, no, you no, pressured no, no, me. no, no. My comments. I, I see what you're saying about the lie. I want you. I want both of you in as much as possible. I think it's a great, uh, thanks, a great Doug. team. But yeah. uh, you'd but, like us on our own podcast. Oh, that's as much really as possible. nice. Of you. Very generous of you. <laughs> no, but Connolly, we know Dylan. He was you like he was nervous. It wouldn't really that's work. Not so true. so he didn't want to be on the poster. Yeah, His name was not even on the credits. Like it's not like we asked you to not put your name on the poster. We were taking the fall. If yeah, it, if it went down. Oh my God! How how humiliating would that have been? And Connolly would have been like, ah. Oh. You may be finding like that. Out, you may be it. finding that out soon enough on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Connolly knows, and this is what he does to me. He knows how nervous I get, so I'm I'm starting. A, it's not a rival podcast. I mean, by the way, just, well, well, no, 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 no. I mean, we're in the same category. Stephen Ooh. A. Smith has nine radio shows, and they don't affect any of the other ones. So well, you are direct competition. I'm not going to be in the same category either. By the way, um, are you going to do society and culture? I, I was going to go science. <laughs> really, <laughs> Doug wants to I'll be on that. the chart, so he's looking for. Hmm, which, I'll, be a, which, I'll be a guest. I know a little bit about science. <laughs> which category has the least podcasts? So Doug can land on his chartables. <laughs> but anyway, just so so everybody knows, uh, it really was Connolly's idea. Just so we're clear, because I'm getting a lot of. You said I should have. I should to do my own podcast. No, I, I yeah. think, you know, I always said this, like, in, in, in defense of Dylan, Dylan never said, hey, I'm gonna, I want to quit everything else and, like, and just do the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Dylan wants to come in. You have a have acquired a taste for it, yeah, which I think is great. I like it. And uh, one day a week is not enough for you. You, yeah. you got a lot to say. Well, I just, I want him writing that reboot script. Yeah. Right. Well, oh, I've decided I mean, also, that's, I mean, I got this show that might go in London. I honestly don't care. The only thing that I will write right now is if the reboot actually happened. If someone mm -hmm. said to do it, I really want to focus on this. I figure, I've really made some choices in my life now. I figured out that I like doing this. Whether it makes money or not is not really relevant to me. I like talking to the people. I like getting into it. And so, you're great at it. You really are. I appreciate that, but I mean, I really do. I enjoy it. But anyway, it really was Connolly's idea. He said so, because I'm getting a lot of messages like, you fucking traitor, you leave an action park media. <laughs> that, it, trust me, and Connolly needs to That was to me that DM'd you that. From but Connolly, you need to say it live now. The truth is, Connolly, 
I want to do three days a week, and Conley does not have the the bandwidth here to well, deal also, with it. Unless it's, unless it's enormously successful. Honestly, so, it's not even the bandwidth thing, yeah. but we getting deeper into the long form stuff, yeah, yeah. and and you know, there's a lot of work goes into these yeah. shows, and you want to do three four days a week, and that's just a lot. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. and it's not something yeah. that Kevin and I are are are, are interested in doing at the moment. Right. But you want to do it, and and look, the truth is, you know, uh, Doug's brother owns Podcast One, so. Yeah. But it's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting ride, though, because also Connolly, we you know, we play this game. But the truth is, we do it to each other, and he's putting pressure on me. He wants to know the numbers, and uh, of course, I'm nervous about it. Like I don't even totally know what it is yet. I got a title that actually Kevin helped me come up with. That's what I'm and, saying. And Did you get that young co-host yet? I'm looking for the co-host. <laughs> and and you know what I thought? Last week, if you guys listened last week, you'll notice I didn't talk as much because I was like, these guys are really fucking funny. Like, I need funny guys. So Or really, women I didn't, or I didn't notice you not talking. <laughs> to me, it sounded <laughs> like you talked the either. whole fucking time. <laughs> shut the fuck up. So, But I got Scott Kahn who may do it with me. Fun guy. Scott Kahn may do it with me, though. Possibly. Ooh. We'll see, which Ooh. I think would be uh, interesting. Uh, well, Scott's about... a smart guy. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, he knows Scott's one of those guys that knows a little bit about everything. I don't know if he's uh, any any good at science, but <laughs> I wonder what he knows about science. I'm also looking That's... for like a young woman for a different perspective. So tell everyone to give a follow to it. Uh, let's see. Well, well no, before I say that, I would yeah. I would like to say this. Um, so Doug runs. The victory social. Now I do because Doug run, Doug Conley runs, cut Doug, back Doug on our run, social. Doug people. runs the victory social. <laughs> he runs his own social, and now he runs the Hollywood Ways social. And I think he has a little bit of like a what? What's the word? I mean, you have a, a multiple personality, multiple personality disorder. Yeah. You have an Instagram multiple personality disorder. You don't know what account you're writing from. So Doug will write something Hollywood Ways <laughs> with the new podcast that'll say, "Hey, uh, subscribe," and then. And Doug will answer himself <laughs> and say victory from the victory podcast. And then in an st- even stranger twist, he, Doug Ellen responds to his other two personalities. Can't wait. I mean, the fucking guy is talking to himself wow. on three different threads. By the way, he's Bill, confused. I'm I confused. Don't, I don't know way, who the fuck is. What is Hollywood Ways? That's Doug's heard, new podcast. Geez, oh, that's what it's called. That's what okay. it's called. Hollywood Ways. Doesn't but sound he's very run- scientific. <laughs> He's running all the socials and he's talking to himself on edibles in the middle of the night, and it's just got to be streamlined. By the way, I'm I'm dying right now at his at his categorization of this story. But characterization. I, okay, yes. So <laughs> I, I I don't sleep much because of this. By the way, I just retook over Victory Instagram because we we had people doing it and now we're not. So that wasn't a plan, and the new one is a new thing. So yeah, I so wait. The, the girls doing Victory are gone. You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, no, no. Listen, they're on, they're on. Hiatus. It happens all the time. They're on hiatus. Okay. For for a while till we, you know, till we get some something settled. But that, but it's it's actually pretty easy. We cut the social clips. We <laughs> yes, air it. Easy. Well, uh, no, but the truth of the matter is, and and you know, our audience, they're there for us. Yeah. You know, the social clips. It's always good for a preview. Yeah. But you know, we 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 got our we got our diehards, and and they don't they do not let I, us. Down. I agree. Here, here's the question. Yeah, tell me. And and I and I would like to again for Doug for Doug's sake. I would like to hear, and please, please, please yeah, yeah. keep it on the victory page. Where is the line? Where, like, at what point are, are you, are you, are you, you know, uh, feeding off a of victory? Of the pot. At what point is it too much? 
for you to promote Hollywood Waves on the Victory social channels. I Well, the truth is I have not used the Victory page, which is ridiculous because I, I, I built that page. And obviously we're, we're entourage based here, which I right. created. But, I do own Victory. The but, podcast. But, I have, <laughs> but I have been uh, actually overly, overly cautious of the fact of. Does uh, it feel weird? How, no, no, it doesn't feel weird. I just know it annoys you. So I, It doesn't I annoy feel, me. Doesn't Connolly, annoy by the way, he doesn't follow. Now, Dylan doesn't follow <laughs> Hollywood Ways because he doesn't know about it. Connolly doesn't follow it because he's making a statement. So That's not true. I, I, whether honestly, a war ever breaks out here would be interesting to see. But the truth is, is I think everybody knows all ships rise together, and I do everything I can to build everybody up. And I, I have been I have been a bit busy. Yeah, I know. Connolly, so let's talk about I, that. If I haven't uh, followed your, your 14th uh, Instagram account, but I want. This guy's got more burner accounts than Kevin Durant. I mean, it's really, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I want, I want commitments though that both of you are coming on and can help launch this. Hell thing. yeah, bro! Hell yeah! Thank you, Dylan. Dylan's the best. We'll see. We'll Dylan's Hollywood, the best. Hollywood Ways. I'm following you right now. Look at this. This guy is a, and it's with a Z. Hollywood Ways, yeah. and it's going to be. So here's what that the was also a total idea. of six posts. That and, was also my and idea. And you, your the Z was your idea. So. um also, I oh, can't. and you're following me. That's nice. Of Weird. course, I follow and Connolly, <laughs> and and I comment on every one of your photos. Connolly doesn't post anything, but we have to get to the bigger news of the day. I mean, Connolly had a baby. I yeah. yeah, I mean, while we beautiful were down, baby, beautiful, beautiful baby. baby. Yeah. Thank God it looks like Zulai. Yeah, <laughs> I said it looked like look like, looks like Doug. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I knew Dylan. I knew Dylan was good for something like yeah, something. I knew a comment like that was coming. <laughs> I guess it's better that you know you, Dylan referenced Doug because who knows who he could have said. Now, two things. I know you could have said me. I know you're somewhat private and personal. So, are we allowed to talk about the name or no? Yeah. All right. So, Kennedy Connolly, Ken- which Kennedy I think Connelly. is awesome. I like it. When I need to know because Connolly, he is the best, but sometimes he he doesn't make decisions quickly. So this name thing has been holding yeah. off. And I have asked him, because I'm a, I'm a big gift guy. I got this place in New York, which you're going to get a beautiful outfit from Tootie. I make no money. Tutty, I don't know how they say it, but I sent Jerry from this place. Amazing stuff. But I've been asking for the name for days, and, and he's either ignored me or said we're working on it. When did the name come? When we found out she was pregnant, we were kicking around names. The first name that came out of my mouth was Kennedy. Wow. And everybody, her mom, everybody liked it. But I was like, all right, Let's slow it. Th- like, come on, we got a while. Let's not. Let's consider other mm-hmm. names. So as it was going on and on, we just kept waiting for a name that we liked better. And there was a few that were in the. Katie in the Connolly. Like I Katie, thought that was a good one. Katie Lang. KD. 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 Dylan Connolly. Yeah, like, I don't know. Dylan's like, not done. He thinks he can still change this. So yeah, the name, and, and then it just. Came when to was the it point. official though? Um, How long uh, after uh, she was born? Uh, two days. Right. Two, Two days. days, but we were in the hospital. You can't leave the hospital yeah, you know, without uh, a name. I texted, I hope everything's going well, and I've still no response from you. Really? The picture of the baby. I, I was getting nervous. I, yeah, I said I mean, a couple times, I didn't want to be that pain in the ass, but I was like, everything okay? Just was, check yeah. it in. You well, weren't like uh, putting it out there to anyone, really. Yeah, right? well, also, too, um, you know, I, I just did your phone. This, I mean, you guys You're not thinking know. about it. There's so much going on. And and the other thing that I learned, and, and all, all <laughs> the things that you, that you hear, you can, you know, I, and it's funny because I, I threw this uh, this Mike Tyson reference at July, and I, I don't know. She either didn't think it was funny or didn't get it, but the famous Tyson quote, you know, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face, yeah. right? You got to be able to, ready to call the audible, mm-hmm. you know? And there are just some things that you, you can't, I don't know. And July I, saying, this is getting punched in the face. <laughs> right. I, I can see why she was mad. Right, right. Are you comparing us giving birth to I our beautiful till, daughter getting punched I can't punched wait till her face? sweet 16. She's like, you know, baby, your father thought this was just like getting punched in the face. There was just things that I 
that in hindsight seem obvious, but I just didn't know. Like Dylan. Uh, swaddling. Well, that's what Dylan. <laughs> do you know what swaddling is? Yeah. How's your swaddle game? Oh, I got a great swaddle game. You got a really nice, tight swaddle. So two things about the swaddle game. One, the only thing he responded to me all up, do you know what swaddling is? I got it like 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, I woke up. Now, I, of course, I know what it is. I've, I've had kids, but also. But what, did you swaddle those kids? Of course I swaddled them, and I swaddle myself. I have the HomePod from Ew. Shark Tank. Yeah, you no, swaddle you're disgusting. Every man. person in America needs to get this thing. Head. This is from Shark Tank. It's called the, the HomePod, I think. Are it you telling me that there's a home, like an automatic swaddler? It's an Adult swaddler. It swaddles wow. me. I get in this Dude, I thing when I, I go to bed. I can swaddle myself. I but need help swaddling the kid. My girlfriend loses her mind because when she wants to snuggle at night, I have no arms because I'm so <laughs> tight in this swaddle thing. Yeah. But Connolly was really funny because he was a little shy and embarrassing. Connolly's a smart guy. Let's. I'm not trying to embarrass him here. But he was like, do you know what swaddling is? Where I was like, thought he was being funny, but you didn't know what it was. So how'd you learn? And, well, and also, too, I guess, you know, your brain goes in so many different directions. And I guess in hindsight, it might have seemed weird. But the nurse walked in and I said, hey, do you have uh, like a fake baby? <laughs> she was like, excuse me? I was like, a fake baby. well, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm everybody's sleeping. I, I figured I'd practice my swaddling. Everybody's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is sleeping. I'm pacing around, you know. I can't smoke my electronic cigarette. I mean, I was, a, I was a, an absolute mess i'm thinking did they have a fake baby she looked at me and she's like are you serious i was like well yeah i, I mean i mean if you don't have one i guess i could use a pillow she's like well let me, let me <laughs> or let give me, me another baby me there must be another one in this house <laughs> let me borrow a baby a cpr baby or whatever i wanted to be an expert swaddle right but by the end i was like swaddling with one hand baby in one hand changing the diapers doing don't all pull a michael stuff. jackson the one hand out the window one with hand the baby out the, out the I hospital didn't, oh I, didn't, I didn't do that well I, when do we you know normally just so you know normally my close friends and i consider you one right I usually, I go to the hospital, I say hello, sometimes I, I greet him, but there wasn't, a, like Kevin said, thank God, because if he was talking to you, I would have taken it personally. I was like, he's he's ignoring me or something happened. <laughs> well, there's know. one, they were, it was me and one other person was allowed. And oh, literally nobody was allowed in the yeah. hospital, so yeah. it was uh, myself and her mom, which by the way, thank God. And the thing I love about Zulai's mom is that. You know, she's Colombian. She's like old school in the sense of like, hey, relax. Give me the. She picks they up. They know that, how to swaddle. She yeah. grabs that baby. She she want to talk about a swaddle game. Yeah. You know, big right. But it's funny because now I'm like walking around the hallways because at a certain point you can just walk around the hallways. And I'm like looking at other dads and thinking, like, well, I wonder what, what that guy's swaddle situation. Like, <laughs> I, I literally, I wanted to say to a couple of guys, like, hey, man, how's your swaddle game looking? Is your swaddle game good? <laughs> I never, and by the way, if you can swaddle that baby right, baby's asleep in four seconds. Yeah. Swaddling is very Did important. you make any friends? Because I always like, I, I love those stories where like the babies are born at the same time and they become friends and they get married 50 years yeah. later or whatever it is. I, 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 will, I will say that I, I and whatever, I don't know what, what this person's uh, story is. If they if they're, I'm not going to blow up somebody's spot, but I did see a, a, an actor friend that I've known for many years in the hallway, and we had our babies on the same day. Wow! Do you have a boy or a girl? I, I don't know. I Come didn't on. ask. I didn't ask. But throw I throw the I name asked. out there. Throw the I name did, out there. I did. I did want to ask him about his swaddle game because <laughs> I, I, I knew it was his first. He said, "Oh, it's my first. I said, "Me too. And I'm, I literally had to stop myself from saying, 
Do you swaddle? <laughs> but no one's. You, Dude, you don't say boy or girl. Isn't that the first question? Man. Do you swaddle? <laughs> like, I, well, what's your swaddle situation what's like over s- there in twelve oh four? What's your swaddle situation? And by the way, we oh, yeah, are yeah. going to talk season three, episode five yeah, in a minute. That's but it. Well, I don't want this. We're not going to turn this into a baby podcast. Yeah, this is not going to be a baby podcast. But we do have other things to discuss. Which one? This Matt Damon video. I had this idea. It was God. It's like 10, 12 years ago yeah, already. I was I, a, a little ahead of the curve, but I wanted when we had Matt on the show. I wanted to do this uh, viral. I wanted to make a video that went viral before viral was a thing. Before right? viral, I was like, I went to HBO. I said, I want to make this. It's going to go viral and this and that. We did this thing with Matt Damon where he gets in a fight with Vince on a set of a PSA for Matt's uh, one by one charity. charity. And uh, it never went viral. It never went anywhere never, never until went anywhere. now. All of a sudden, it's on yeah, TikTok, and I it's saw that. everywhere. Is it going so, viral? Did oh, my it go God. Viral? It's everywhere. I have, I have a thousand messages asking me if Matt Damon is a dick. Right. It was fake. <laughs> it was completely made. Like, I wrote it. It was completely done. Matt was actually one of the best people. He, really he, was. he was taking shots that. at Vince's acting yeah. skills. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, it was really <laughs> it was funny. funny. And uh, and he's so good that it does feel very real. And yeah. also, too, if I remember correctly, Adrian wasn't in on it. Now, no. at, at a certain point. He got it. He must have gotten it because Matt Damon may be the single <laughs> nicest guy on the planet Earth. Yeah. Right? He really is. Great Matt guy. Damon's a real nice guy. <laughs> And at a certain point, it's like you could see the. You could see his face in the early part of it, though. You could see Adrian going like, "Wait a second, is this guy being a fucking dick?" You know. And then it, it, it turned out like Adrian kind of caught on and actually played Adrian along actually, with it. Adrian actually played really good right. because he was. I said to Matt, "Just just fucking go off on him," you know. And uh, and you can really see Adrian at the beginning. His eyes are like, "What is happening right now?" And then he starts to play into it, where he's like, you know. And and I posted a small part of it, but a bigger part's online. But where he's like, "You're the." Big superstar why don't you just give me a line rating which i think he took from you because that's what Kylie would say to me all the time just give me a fucking line rating I don't and he meant anyone. it too he, he wanted a yeah. line reading yeah. right i mean you weren't being being a wise guy. oh Kylie, like, yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah no i will oh, listen the, the minute we get into a, a spot like that not just you doug but i and i with you i would add sarcasm just because i just do that's how our relationship but i don't have a problem at a certain point, saying to somebody like, hey, man, you say it the way you want to say it, and I'm going to say it right back at you exactly yeah, so the way. Tell me Brett, and I'll copy you it. Just, I, will, I, will, I will imitate yeah. you <laughs> saying You're not sensitive. You're not going <laughs> to get a not get feeling. A lot of actors would get very upset right. about if you, that. If, 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 you're uh, one of them. If, if, yeah, if, I, don't, I don't like line I mean, readings. I right. never ever said because that I have a No, no, I mean, I have a plan, but some, I'll yeah. listen to it. By, I, by I also, means. too, Dylan will do, Dylan will do the alt. Yeah. As long as he feels like he's got yeah. one. Give me can. mine, give him and his. I'll give you yours. Oh, Dylan's the best, but I cannot imagine going, Kevin, I want you to say, <laughs> yo, bro. If I said that to him, he would punch me in the face, without a doubt. <laughs> well, the first couple times that I said it to you, you were like, all right, as if I was being a dick. I'm like, Doug, I'm serious. You say it, and watch how close it sounds to what you're saying. I like that. Did it's anyone, like by the way, uh, just, just a little aside, I only put one line on, but I, I know uh, Connolly's looking at my uh, social media, even though he doesn't follow it, but did anyone watch it? I posted a, a little, very little stand-up comedy that I did in 1991. Did no way. I got to see that. I got to check it out. I only put a line on because the truth is, is... I, dude, you know I would have had something to say about that. That must have been at the height of the birth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's on there now, but I listened to Michael Che. On Hollywood Ways, Doug Ellen, or Victory? Which Vic- one of your 18 No, no, I, didn't, I did not put it on Victory because I knew Conley would lose his mind, even though we talk about it on Victory. It's like I got to watch out for him and get him that up. That would be good on Look, Victory. You should put it on there. Dylan, you know how sensitive Conley is. I'm trying to be mindful of it while hoping that we all grow and we all have a successful life together. And, uh, you know, but... but uh, 
I listened to Michael Che on Howard Stern, and he was talking about his stand-up comedy. When you look at your old stuff, how bad the jokes are. You know, I mean, some of the jokes are so bad, it's uncomfortably embarrassing. Like give for us, uh, give wow. us a. Oh, I would never one. try to. The, the one that I thought was mildly amusing, I put on there, and it right. seemed to get a couple of laughs. What was uh, it? I'm not going to redo it. Just <laughs> give me, give me the, what's, the, what's the basis of the joke? You know what? I, I, look, I. S- write it down, and I'll do it. How about that? You write it down, I'll do you it. You know Doesn't what? It sounds like he's terribly confident. <laughs> but before we get into the episode again, what I realized over these last times, I always wanted to do something like this. When I started as a stand-up, that's not what I wanted. I don't like that. I don't like people, and I don't like human interaction, and I don't like the crowd. I, I like being in a booth, and you know, we got Scott in the fucking no producing in there. He laughs a little bit. I, yeah, fucking hecklers, and then I get, you know how I get with the Instagram guys? No. I oh, used yeah, to get yeah. like that You'll with the respond. hecklers, too. How like, do you, you know? Get, right. You know, you don't want to get a fight in the middle of a comedy club, and you might just, you know, get the shit kicked out of you, right. but... You don't, you don't want to get a fight in the middle of a comedy club. <laughs> Especially anyway. governors on Long Island with a bunch of meatheads. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like your boy Mike Young. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I re- but I remember when I did stand-up one time at the comedy store, and it was like... Um, wow, that's the, that's the major leagues, right? But, yeah, they, they, but Monday nights were free drinks, free admission. Like your right. first drink was free and your admission was free. So imagine that crowd. Yeah. And I remember I got up one time, like I was wearing a leather jacket. And before I could get a line on, people started yelling Fonzie at me. And I was like <laughs> trying to get my lines out. And then I was like, listen, man, just shut the fuck up. And the next thing I know, like a chair, I swear to God, a chair went here. All of a sudden a fight broke out. Wow. And I kind of snuck away. But uh, it, it's... I don't. I don't oh, ever. It's a hilarious opener. In your park. <laughs> I didn't say Fonzie. anything. I didn't say Fonzie. They yelled it's, it at me. I exactly. didn't have any. No, it's fuck hilarious. yourself. It's like, a, it's, like, it's like talking to the president of HBO Max. This guy, unbelievable. You should have responded with a hey. You're right. <laughs> yeah, doing one of those Fonzie things. Hey, I don't hey, even know if our audience hey. knows who Fonzie is, guys. <laughs> I have, you know, I don't even like my girlfriend doesn't know Happy Days. It was so weird, oh and God. she's not. I mean, I, I shouldn't say she's not that young because she'd kill me. But she's young, obviously. But she's right. not that young. I'm like, you don't know Happy Days? You didn't watch that growing up? It's weird. Well, anyway. also too, as we cover uh, season three, episode five, Crash and Burn, Penny Marshall from Laverne and Shirley, yeah, fame. Is in is in that and, and, and most one of the great probably, and one great, of the great filmmakers and one of the great she's filmmakers. Awesome. But she she's started so cool. she started. I mean, they were on. It went Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. That was yep. like the lineup, right? Yep, yep. Gary Marshall produced both of those, yeah. and uh, she was awesome. And 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 smoking away. Sadly, she passed away. But yeah. uh, we big love Laker her. fan, big Laker fan. It was yep. great yep. to have her. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about all of that when we come back. Season three, episode five, Crash and Burn. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, Victory the podcast, and. Uh, Dylan, while we were at break, had a little bit of news. What's happening? Well, I said this is probably going to be my last episode of Victory of the Podcast for a little while because I'm going to France, going to Paris to film a movie with Mel Gibson. And uh, and then I'm going to probably go to New York for a little bit and <laughs> hang out with the family, play some golf. What are we going to do we're, without you? Here's what we're going to do. But I'm going to call it in. Here's if what I we're going to do. do the, we're gonna f- we could FaceTime it in. We could, we could FaceTime them. It doesn't, you don't need to bring the equipment. We'll yeah. FaceTime you in to it, and it could be kind of fun. Yeah, wherever, wherever you are. And you know what? I'm going to say this again, especially given the episode that we just watched. You can take over in, with very little. Yeah, really that's what I'm saying. If we, get, if mean, we get a segment out of Dylan on some of these from what's going on in the movie, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, uh, I think per- we'll see how Mel... Uh, yeah, is there any shot you can maybe <laughs> FaceTime with Mel? I mean, uh, I could try. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I would wait and take... I wouldn't 
I would take the temperature on yeah. that one yeah. first. Yeah. That would be so hilarious. Billing gets fired from the movie because he tried to FaceTime Mel into our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so season three, episode five, Crash and Burn, directed by Patty Jenkins no, of who? Wonder Woman fame. Yeah, I mean, this is one of the biggest directors in the world who we were lucky enough to have. I mean, her- this is after Monster. Yeah, so right? she had already mm-hmm. had a big Oscar-nominated she was a big movie. Deal. She was a big deal when she came to set. And she was great. I yeah, mean, she, she was, was awesome. I remember Steve Perry was, uh, it's a, it was a good Steve- friend of hers. Yes. Steve Perry was he with came Patty by Jenkins. On the set. Steve, okay, so Steve Perry, the lead singer of Journey, and Patty Jenkins are like they, they're like best friends. Yeah. See, Steve Perry was on set, and he was a big fan of the show. Yep. he was on set like three days. He was there. That yeah, shoot. they're really they're really, you know, it's really crazy. great. This guy. is how my brain doesn't go. I thought Steve Perry was friends with. Penny Marshall. No, I remember no, 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 he was no. at the garage in the in some scene in the, gar- the scene There's with Penny Patty. in the garage. Him and Patty are tight. Oh wow, and he's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm a- talk about a unique voice, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, season three, episode five, crash and burn. Um, There's a lot going on here. Yeah. I, Doug, I, I know you feel like after the episode was over, every every once in a while, I can tell when you're like when you love an episode and where. You wonder what we were doing. There. I didn't love it. I mean, it wasn't my favorite episode. It just um, but you kind of needed it to get to where we're going. Yeah, there was some season. good story in it, and yeah. Paul Haggis was great. Penny Marshall was great. Paul and, was great. Yeah, and yeah. all you guys were great. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to watch it again, but uh, it was just uh, a little lacking in funny. I, I, to me, a little bit. Right. Well, it, no, it was definitely story heavy, but it starts off with with the cars, right? So let's talk about the Aston. Obviously, the Lincoln yeah. is is the Lincoln. That's in a, in a league of its own. Um, this one we all get Aston Martins. Yeah. Right. Now I drove the Maserati. And to me, I don't know where they land price range wise, Dylan. It might be more of a Were question. An Aston is the Maserati more? Uh, yes, Ma- Maserati's more expensive. Okay, I would take the Aston Martin uh, uh, seven days a week and twice on Sunday over over the Maserati. Personally, as somebody that drove both cars, the the Aston Martin was fucking awesome. It's I know because I drove. It's it. got a great sound. I great drove it for a sounds. long time. It, I know, and it, it flies. I know yeah. Dylan's a car guy, but he's an American guy. Am I wrong? Can anyone check that? I feel like the DB9 is. Is yeah, more yeah, expensive. No. Uh, than double uh, double check that. Double check that because I or they're in the same price range regardless. Uh, yeah, I might be thinking. DB nine is more expensive, right? Yeah. Oh, but, oh, the Aston uh, Martin's more yeah. expensive. The okay, Aston Martin's well that makes sense because it was a better car. No yeah. offense, thank you, Maserati. <laughs> I remember, you know, uh, we couldn't. We tried to get three colors, and that third color I always had a problem with. That hard, real, right? that real minty green. green I was just yeah. like, yeah. but that was what they had. So, and we have some really great shots of all the cars. And well, you know, Vince has given us the card, and there, there's a, a couple of good lines. But I, Turtle says, "I'm, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take the car." And Turtle's like, "Glad to see you embracing your inner mooch." E. <laughs> <laughs> really, Vince? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll take it. But you know what I get. I mean, just tell me if this hits you at all, because I might be biased because as yesterday, Barstool put on on their page, what's the most rewatchable television show of all time? But Rhea at Barstool put Entourage, which was very fucking, nice. very she's cool. cool. Yeah. She's you cool. know, and then some jerk off. Of course. Why, but you're in bar, dude, you're in Barstool and that rabbit hole runs deep. You I know. And I should not have gotten involved. Well, you, by the way, comment on your Hollywood <laughs> ways. Uh, leave victory <laughs> out of it and fucking feel free to say whatever you want. Is Hollywood by the way, ways. this is where the multiple personalities come yeah, in. Keep that personality but the fucking guy, separate from victory. When the you guy it. did write something that might have affected my viewing today. I'm not going to lie. So he wrote Entourage was unwatchable. It was basically a bunch of rich dickheads running around and whatever. 
Now well, we 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 backed that up today with us in different uh, color. That's what I'm saying. Hands. The episode today, given the climate of America right now, I felt like God. This is a little bit fucking obnoxious. Right. Like this really is kind of a little. It's gross. only one rich dickhead. <laughs> the, other, the other three, and that's but, what we also everyone has to remember. These are working class kids who had nothing, right. and really, yeah. they still have nothing besides Vince. And Vince, what he does in the episode is nothing but complain about. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, I can't do that movie. Talk about. And, and entitlement also too. The one rich dickhead bought cars for all of his friends and not himself. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that as well. And doesn't you know? even drive. Doesn't so drive. anyway, I from one of the accounts, I'm not sure which. I, Jesus Christ! I went after this know. guy. Uh, please do your attacking from Hollywood ways. From <laughs> what did you say, Doug? I don't remember. Go fucking stupid piece of shit! Oh fucking ram a fucking pepperoni pizza down your throat! You fucking jerk off! What did you say, Something Doug? Like I don't, that. Really I don't remember exactly like what I said. From the victory he, game, which you is can't nice. even remember what you said. Your eyes were red. Listen, I'm so tired. That was so stoned. He doesn't even remember. (laughs) I'm trying to respond to people. I know you guys don't like this. I really try to interact with the people, not that guy specifically. Barstool is there. That rabbit hole runs deep. Well, you'll get what you give out. By the way, I never never went back and looked, so I have no idea if there were responses or anything. Do yourself a favor and leave that. And then also last night I wake up, you know, and and again, I do have the three accounts. And just so everyone knows, I like to interact with people, but it's tough. There's just too many messages. You just don't know who you are. I try my best, and I don't know who I am. So between three accounts. But some fucking Don't chiropractor last night. Don't yell some chiropractor last night writes me. It's like in the middle of the night. He's like, "Hey, uh, you do edibles and you're fifty, you fucking loser. No wonder you're divorced." Now, I didn't do edibles when I was married, dickhead. Right. That so that's not to, why that, I'm divorced. It's got nothing to do with your failed marriages. Now, if you called me an asshole, maybe that's why I'm divorced. <laughs> that's possible. But anyway, I wrote back to him, and and I don't know which account I responded to. But uh, uh, hopefully, what did you say, Doug? That one. If you're a real doctor, you. That's what I said. Because you know. That was that was the pilot I did. Michael Imperioli played a chiropractor, and all the guys would bust on him. You're not a real doctor, so I yeah, wrote. Yeah. I did write that back to the guy. I'm like, you're not that's a real mature. fucking doctor. Well, that's, that's yeah, that, the, my fuck character. mature, as they said in uh, was that Animal House? I think fuck uh, mature. Well, but, uh, that sounds like a conversation for Hollywood ways. <laughs> you know, you know, what's, you know what's, uh, <laughs> it all culminated with. Dylan broke his arm, which is in the next episode, by the way. Um, I got hurt. But in the early days, I, I think it would be safe to say that we were full of piss and vinegar, right? So yeah. here come the Aston Martins. And they're doing these wide shots. And it's a very tight, if you see, that's that tight driveway. Yeah. And they want all of us to basically whip out of the driveway and drive out, right? So, of course, there's myself, Dylan, Jerry, all sitting in our respectable cars. And here come the stunt drivers. And yeah. they're like, hey, you, you can step out. We're like, Why? They're like, no, no. we do our own we, stunts. We, you know, we, we want to drive. Well, Dylan's like, what are you talking about? I've been driving longer than you have. Like, Dylan, of course, you know, we want to drive those cars in, yeah. in uniform, like, out. So if well, you, you look, right? no, of no, course not. They, they literally, but if you look, there'll be these like high wide shots of these cars, like whipping in. And yeah. then you cut to us getting out of the car because yeah. we weren't allowed to drive them. Do you know what's so funny? But it was fun. The, but when know, I see it, it was shot. a fun thing with the cars. Yeah, and when I see that shot, which is so awesome and wish fulfillment and all that, but you know, all I think about with that Swingers. driveway? No, all I oh. think about that, that's funny. I do think about uh, that too. Remember the movie yeah. Swingers? Right. There's, they, they all they go all out together. They all separate take cars. Their own cars. Yeah. Yeah. But what I think about when I see that driveway every time, the uneven pavement. My broken arm. That's right. what I think about. Not a great place. Like, why were we playing basketball on that car? I, mean, I know. I look at the pavers going, oh man, my wrist broke because of those pavers. I look at the very spot it happened. 
<laughs> Dylan's drooling on himself right now. Uh, I hope you don't show Mel Gibson that drool you know, during a fucking take. Dylan, like, I'm starved right that, now. I'm so that, could have, that could have been communicated with a football. How about we throw the pigskin around the driveway? Yeah. We're playing defense on a, yeah. on a, on a cobblestone. Well, we just kept the basketball court where it was. <laughs> yeah. Can I tell you, the problem is. We're all fucking idiot competitors. Because I remember that day. And you no, were getting, we, I played basketball. Yeah, and it was no, getting like, all right, come you on. You weren't even there. Yeah, I was. He was there? He was there. He was thought, there. No, he I wasn't, wasn't there. The he day. wasn't there for the break, but he was oh, there the for earlier. We what were, Doug would do. And, we are competitive, and this is, though, this is no not doubt. Nothing against you, Doug. This is mm, how it goes. Yeah, nothing Doug, against me. No, Doug would come mm. and, and watch the rehearsal or the first take and just see how things are shaping up and who's doing weird things. And why is this person wearing a weird hat or that shirt's terrible? Doug would make watch the rehearsal. And once we got going, and he would go to the back Disappear, of the office to write right, or whatever. Yeah, go have lunch. But <laughs> I, my first thought, I didn't think that we were jerk-offs until we were in the Warner Brothers lot. And it's the three Aston Martins <laughs> yeah. lined up next to each other. And then we're standing in the in the street out in front of the studios. Basically, we can't get in anywhere without Ari and Vince. Yes. We're like, but wait. But by the way, it's so real if you look at any of the real entourages if you look at the fight last night if you look at floyd mayweather and and logan paul and all of them coming in with their crews there's so many crews that would do that with their three aston martin yeah. so it does it did make me go like god what a bunch of fucking assholes and, and you're right that that green aston martin wasn't exactly easy on the eyes was it <laughs> It's yeah. just such a bad I mean, I'll color. take it. But you're going to spend like, 250000 bucks on a car, and you're not going mint green, probably. Talk about, talk about losing value when you drive <laughs> off the lot. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but the funny thing happens uh, is, is Ari shows up, and, and, and Turtle, uh, who Vince has secured, Saigon, some radio play on Big Boy, and now Turtle wants a meeting with Ari. Right, and tur- <laughs> Turtle and Drama are forced to share a meeting yeah. with Ari. Well, uh, yeah, I'm like, what? he gets a meeting? What about me? I'm an actor without an agent. <laughs> a shared meeting. Have you ever had a shared meeting? It could happen. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a couple of shared meetings, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, pretty embarrassing, but yeah, I have. Right. I have. So, also, I call, so Drama calls Shotgun on the meeting. Like, I want... And they race to see who gets to Ari first. Right, and again, wanted not, to talk to Ari not us driving. <laughs> but what yes. about Jerry going down, going into Spagos? Was that Jerry? Did that yeah, yeah. happen? Or? No, no, he wiped out. That was legit. Yeah. Like that was a real wipeout. That was a real wipeout. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing that we're we talking. Same thing that we're talking about. And and again, we could say whatever we want about Dylan getting hurt and me getting hurt in football, but it really did come from a place of wanting it to look real. Because certainly for me, Dylan, I know I've heard you talk about it. Anything that we ever did sports related that didn't look real, we had to hear about it from the boys yeah. back home. Yeah, my Dylan was like worried about that. his golf swing. Oh my god. Oh my God! <laughs> I still right? I still see that swing and it scares me. Which they, one? They put me on the edge. It was by the pool, the pilot hitting it off to, towards Spidey's house. And if I follow through too much, I'm going to go off the cliff and die. <laughs> so I was I had like a reverse pivot. I didn't want to. I was hitting it off my back foot when I see that, and I've had. Some of my members at Wingfoot go, your swing looked terrible, <laughs> Dylan man. Dylan is like, you knew. You said that day. You're like, I'm going to catch heat for this. Yeah. I'm like, no, you're not. It's yeah. TV. What do you mean? He's like, you, that and, and golfer, now that I'm a golfer, I, I believe me. I get it. I understand. Yeah. And another really embarrassing situation was, I think it was the pilot when I had a jam. Remember, we were, we were I had a jam to basketball over Turtle. Yeah. And I did it, you know, 20 times on the wide. And, of course, uh, 
you know, director wanted to go over and over and over again. I lost my legs. I couldn't do How it How many anymore. times can you expect this guy to jam the ball? Uh, it was unbelievable. Way, so on the... Not a 10-foot hoop, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, we did lower it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call it eight feet. Just to play it safe. But yeah, my, my wrist was all bruised up the next day. But that came from us wanting to look like yeah. it was like real athletes. and authentic. Yeah, we <laughs> and want, yeah. And that's the same thing with you two running for the meeting. Every time we did one of those stupid scenes, like yeah. in the yeah. in Ari's office when you guys race up. We would thing, really you guys compete. Would, yeah, and oh, get yeah. in fights. But you don't understand. Yeah. That buildup starts in the hair and makeup trail. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like you we, start talking shit oh, in the yeah. trailer. It, it starts early, and it starts with things like, I don't know. I You're just going feel down, good Ferrari. I just feel good today. I can't explain it. I feel strong. I feel strong. Now, did Grenier ever get involved in those battles? I guess he wasn't really running. He was keeping he it smooth. He would talk. He talked he, in the battles. Yeah, he a little wasn't bit. really. He wasn't really. It was more more Dylan and Jerry and I just like. Yeah. Because Grenier pulled a real power move in this episode behind the scenes that we're gonna get oh, yeah. to when we get oh, to yeah. that scene. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Well, that's yeah, the, yeah. That's the end of the episode. So that'll be a good way to. Yeah. So Ari's got this story with this pain in the ass kid star who's becoming Max a star, Ballard. who's yeah. dating his daughter, which uh, you know, obviously, as I said last time, was was based on my daughter, and she wasn't dating. She was like seven. This. This is like 13-year-olds. It's, it's harmless. But harmless. you're going to know very soon, Connolly. Like, I just oh, got yeah. my daughter's prom date. Dude, I saw... By the way, your daughter's prom date is maybe the most... He looks like Ashton Kutcher. Did what I a great-looking guy. Did I send you the picture? No, I follow my on Instagram. <laughs> sick. Wow. You know how tall he is? By you're the way... following his daughter? That's sick. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put any She's... fucking heat emojis <laughs> on there. Fire Don't emojis. Don't be zooming in. Or well, first of all, we, we, we talk about it, and it being relevant to me having this baby, we talk about... Girl, I mean, listen, I, Maya was... Uh, she was an infant. Right, yeah, I mean, she, oh, yeah. she was an infant, and she's now like on a prom date with a dude that looks like Ashton Kutcher. He's I, I the mean, best looking guy I've ever seen. Let's you know, get him on a podcast. Do you know how tall he is? How tall is he? Give a guess. Six three. Give another one. Six four. Give another. Six six. Seven six. Fucking seven. Wow. How am I supposed to deal with this? He's he may come out here like a bad habit. <laughs> Does he shoot right? hoops. He's like gonna... I said to my daughter. By the way, first of all, Kevin, which you're gonna we... get cute in the driveway. Doug's gonna get dropped. By the way, Dylan, the right I, I think you noticed, and anyone can look at this picture, but uh, you know how how beautiful Maya looks in the picture. Notice Connolly has not said a word. He's like talking about the guy, like over and over and over. No, I, I, no, Maya is just <laughs> she's like trying she's, to make you freak out. She's yeah. just a woman, you know. But I, mean? I but I want you to know, my daughter. I said to her, I go, this kid may come out. I said, well, we're gonna have a sit down. And my daughter looked at me and she's like. He'll beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 a black. He'll choke you out. And it reminds me of like sleep. You won't. You won't like, need I'm making snooze. the calls here. But it reminds me of Dylan in the uh, Valley episode where they're like, "You'll get your ass kicked by a high school kid." I mean, like this kid yeah. is six seven. He looks twenty seven, but wow. he's he will, not. He will swaddle you. Bro. Oh God! <laughs> He'll put me in he my will, sleep pod. By the way, can swaddle Gary, you. Gary, our producer. On the front lawn. Gary, our producer. Just so everyone knows, and again, we make no money off of this, but it's called the sleep pod. The home pod is the Apple speaker. The sleep pod will change your life. You get in this thing and you can't move and you go to sleep. I don't like the not being able to move thing. That sounds terrible. Oh, if someone came in to rob me, I'm fucked. Well, you have a German yeah. Shepherd, so I wouldn't worry. Yeah, about it. exactly. All right, so then we get into let's talk story for a second here. Because it's funny, I, I guess I, I know a few of these stories, and there's always a way to work it out. But I guess for drama purposes of the show, traumatic purposes of the show, sorry, Dylan. Um, <laughs> they want to do Aquaman, and and there is an overlap. Between Aquaman and Medellin, Paul Haggis, which many big time directors will do, he doesn't want to move. Yeah. He doesn't care if uh, he's doing Aquaman 2. I'm ready to shoot Medellin, and, and that's all there is to it. And I'm, we're not moving because 65 days, 90 days, you think in this day and age they figure that out, but 
that's the the I mean, uh, listen if it's the conflict in this episode. You know where we are with Vince is he had a big movie, but is he Leo? For Leo, they'll figure it well, out. They have to, yeah. But I don't think they have to. They'll push it a year for guys like that. There's yeah. a handful of guys, and Jennifer Lawrence, who, whoever it is. But when know. I was looking at it today, that 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 wasn't happening. First of all, Aquaman two is going. He's got a giant contract, and nobody's fucking making any moves to do anything but get that movie going. And you know. I know it's the end of the episode, but Alan's right. Like we don't need well, him that, doing well, blow that, in the megaplex. That's, that's what I was gonna say. All right. Well, let's let's take uh, not Andrew Garfield. Um, who who is the uh, Tom Tom Holland? Who's the the latest Spider Man? So between Spider Mans, he wants to do something like that. Is he? Does they, do they try to persuade him from that? Well, somewhere you know, dangerous like Columbia. No, I no, I'm, I'm talking why... about I'm talking about image wise. Is he allowed to do something like that? Yes. Is there a clause in a contract? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, no I don't think so. He should be able to do whatever he wants. But where this whole story came from, actually, obviously, you know, Kevin, is from your friend. because, And I never discussed it with you or with Toby personally, but I knew there was some something going on where they talked that there was a possibility of Toby getting replaced on Spider-Man because I don't remember what the reasons were. So that's where this whole story came from. Like, can we find a way? And again, to I'm create a, a little trouble for the sequel. It's really for a dramatic license, right? Yeah, and again, I'm, I'm looking at it now. Also, and I'm not just saying this, uh, the Toby thing is so different. Yeah. I, this was way different. I never researched right. it. I never did anything. I just remember them going like, they might, like, Toby might leave Spider-Man. Toby got, Toby got hurt on Seabiscuit. Oh, okay. So he had a back issue. He had a back problem. Right. They wanted him to do some green screen, and he was like slow to get there because he was hurt. Right. So for this, that, yeah. I wanted to find a way that Vince would lose Aquaman too, because again, even though a lot of people say everything works out for these guys, I was trying to give them obstacles, and I can feel it now when I look at it, because normally we were so ultra realistic in business storylines. This is a, it's a little pushed. But I also, mean, we wanted to get past right. We we there was such a buildup with Aquaman. At a certain point, you got to put that in the rearview mirror. Yeah, storyline. But right? also, we had Medellin where they promised him that if he if he did it, they would get him this movie. So it's it's all there. But I don't know why. I feel like I can't believe you don't remember. So Paul Haggis, who's directing Medellin, we Oscar winner Oscar Paul winner Haggis was right after Crash. Crash. Matt Dillon was mm-hmm. in the in this movie. Great movie, relevant in a crazy way now more than ever. <laughs> you yeah. know, if you really think yeah. about it. Um, but you should check that one out. But Paul Haggis, I've got to be. I, I, I'm. Be shocked. We shot this scene in Paul Haggis's house. You're saying that? I'm 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 positive. I mean, I'm those are definitely not fake Oscars. <laughs> no, 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 we and shot Emmys too. We yeah. shot that in in Paul Haggis's house because I remember him saying, "We're sitting at his desk in his office," and he said, "Oh yeah, I wrote I wrote Crash right here at this right here at this desk." It's wild. Which is which is pretty wild, but also too, as a director, knowing what film crews do to a house. You don't have to be having yeah, your yeah. head examined <laughs> to have a film crew in your house, especially well, you, as a director. You get paid well. You get paid well. When I don't they use think your he house. was doing it. I don't for think the he paycheck. was doing it no, for the money. Yeah, he 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 loved it, but he was great in the episode. By the way, he was so when we were watching it, I said uh, he's really willing to go for this and showing up at the house. Like, what did he yeah. say? What was the line that we didn't? Uh, I was a little little confused by it, but. Uh, he says, uh, "If I live my life by contracts, I'd still be doing Facts of Life." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and just, he was, did he write for Facts? He of wrote life? for Facts of Life. Paul That's Haggis crazy. was a wow. TV writer who who rose in the business to be, go from a TV writer on a pretty mediocre sitcom to an Academy Award winning wow. screenwriter director. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a great it's, it's wild pretty, ride. It was, you know? it was pretty wild, and he did a great job acting too. He, did, he was yeah. real believable, and, yeah. he, and also too, you never saw him with sides. Not will you run Came this dialogue prepared. with me? He knew yeah. all of his lines, yeah. but he shows up at the house. I love the scene 
Because now the problem, uh, you know, Alan Gray, the studio head, says you cannot, you you can't do it. The days are not going to line. The days are not going to line up. So Haggis comes over to the house. And we sit around drinking Johnny Walker and smoking weed, trying to figure out an alternative. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting too. Like smoking weed fourteen years ago, like he wasn't worried about his image. He wasn't worried about any of it. So it's, it was yeah. very but, cool. But yeah. it, but and, so we're sitting there, and there's a, I love this my, one of my favorite drama lines. It's quiet, and everybody's thinking, and drama goes. Have you considered cutting the flashback scenes? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out a way to yeah. tighten up the shooting yeah. schedule. And Kev, great idea. It is great, great idea. Listen, if you really got a, but look he shot at- me a look like, are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? No way, I'm cutting the flashback scenes. I think right. that's when I got the idea to cut your scenes out of the movie when we, uh, oh. when we did it from that. But Dylan, to me, the best line in that scene and maybe in the episode Dylan has because we're talking about Vince having to gain weight like De Niro in Raging Bull, or oh, yes. I forget the other reference, and then Dylan comes yeah. in with his. Do you remember what you said, Kevin? Uh, it was the show was the Commish, the right? Commish. Yeah, well, were- did you see me in the Commish? When I played a bulimic pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> great line. Did you write that, Doug? I mean, Brian Burns wrote this script, so that was I might have contributed. I don't know. That was a definitely definitely a written line. line because I know when Dylan, you know, again, jumping back when they're at, when they're at the, uh, the meeting with Ari, drama, drama and Turtle at the meeting with Ari, and Ari says something, and Dylan, I know the, the Dylan improv. <laughs> Oh, hilarious. You cracked me up, bro. <laughs> this guy's hilarious. I love that scene with you guys, though, with Ari and yeah. him, because it, it that's real, by the way. I've seen famous people have their crews meet with their big-time agent. Now, mm-hmm. some of those people actually prove to be valuable and worth have, have worth later for the agent, and sometimes mm-hmm. they really don't, but they have to do it anyway. So and I, again, I will say, at an agency that size, it's not to say that Ari Gold is going to be your point man, yeah. but a guy that has had drama's career is definitely worth yeah. real estate and the agency. Yeah. And you he bring ends up a- making them money down the line. 100%. Yeah. Well, bring it's not on- really you- drama that the meeting is the problem. It's Turtle, who's on the phone when it starts. And Piven's yeah. face is so fucking funny when he's, he's like, Turn your there. ringer off, Turtle. <laughs> you bring on a younger agent to, to handle drama day to day. And then yep. when a big call needs to get made, you get Ari Gold on the phone. Exactly. Then we get back, and now we're talking about Aquaman too, and this is funny because uh, we should talk about this now. Dylan, we're at a, a supper table. We're at the little boys' table. Do you see the turtle and drama are at a different table? Right? Oh no, that, no, that's at the Palm. That's later. That's oh, okay. later, right? But you're in the office. We're in the we're in the office, okay. and we're they're talking about Aquaman two, and we come to find out that um, Cameron is not doing Aquaman two, mainly because Doug couldn't get him for any wow. more episodes. Wow. I mean, you already squeezed that lemon, <laughs> and you got him. Uh, you made lemonade, bro. But he's out, and and they're basically trying to make the movie sound as unappetizing as possible. Now, for me personally, I, you know, that was still at the time where I didn't never really thought. I mean, I knew the show was popular, but I didn't really think anybody was listening that hard. And so he says Michael Bay, and I go Jesus, oh my God, Christ, you know, <laughs> yeah. or like, my, well, Michael well, Bay's so, great. So James, by Cam- the way, James Michael, Cam- if you're out there, uh, uh, I think you're awesome. Kevin and I are both available. We love you, and uh, <laughs> yeah. that's we would talk to Doug at HollywoodWays.com. <laughs> Brian Burns wrote this script, <laughs> uh, but but you know we we take a shot at Michael Bay and Kevin Smith. Honestly, never Kevin really, Smith. Well, never, Kevin Smith is. Uh, I can explain Kevin Smith. That was a Rob Weiss. Not that he wrote the line. That was a personal thing because he said some nasty shit about Rob Weiss. So Called that was, him Rob Vanilla Weiss. So that was our defending <laughs> Rob Weiss. The Michael Bay thing, look. I, By the you way, know, I love Michael Bay's career, bro. Give me Michael yeah, Bay's me career. There's day, not like. a lot of stuff that we did on the show that I think was just outright being nasty or trashing somebody. 
That one, which I felt a little bad. I'm not gonna lie. That one yeah. was probably the, the the worst one we ever did. And look, the the feeling at the not time. not that he's some gem. Like you know, I'm sure he's got his. You know, you can, I don't know him personally at all. And the reality is, the town kind of had this feeling of Michael Bay that. He was a guy that would make a lot of money for your movies, but they wouldn't make a great movie. So whether I He's agree with that or not, movies, right? it, it, it's not even whether I agree with it, even though obviously I, I I may have come up with that comment. I was not a fan of Michael Bay's movies, and I was just trying to, which I, I apologize for it. I was trying it, it to was say funny. the difference. I, don't think I it, Kevin Dillon, am a fan of Michael Bay's <laughs> movies. I was trying to show the difference between up. James Cameron and Michael Bay. Well, they both make billions of dollars, and if I was acting, I would prefer that co- James Cameron was directing. Of course, of course. But did you ever hear uh, anything back on that? That he, I heard some he hear? a couple of things. Like he heard really? that, right? Yeah, yeah of course I mean, he I, I don't know if he heard. I heard a couple of things, and uh, it's 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 unnecessary and really uh, there's no reason and like uh, you, you said mean on our part yeah or, yeah, or mean, mine I'll you know, take the... I, I saw him at a Super Bowl and I was in the same booth with him and I, I felt like I didn't get all the love that I could have gotten from him and maybe it had to do with it may have very maybe it had right to do there. with the Hollywood days and yeah. by the way Hollywood like I said ways. I would <laughs> I would give anything Go to Michael Bay's career for okay. Michael Bay's uh, commentary <laughs> Kevin what's your just on a side we'll get right back to the episode what's your feeling you think Connolly is upset about this podcast what do you think I think he's a little little concerned he's yeah. a little concerned yeah. No, that maybe that you know that maybe your podcast could be huge. I, I I hope you'd be happy, right? Listen, if your podcast was huge, that would just only help this podcast. That would help. I, this there, one, there's yeah. there's there's no loser. Here's what I will say: if the podcast became really successful, and Connolly, which everyone out there know this, he doesn't want it here, not in a negative way. He said he'll do it, but it's a pain in the ass. If it became well, huge you're, you're, and Connolly wanted it back, I'll come. You're back. what we call heavy touch. <laughs> What we call Explain it. what that means for podcast people who may want to start their own. Yeah, I mean, there are some podcasts where people record from their studios and they send Dominic us Lombardosi. Dominic Lombardosi. There's yeah. a few of them. Uh, Sean Avery, where they, they record, they send it. We basically do an edit cleanup, cut some social clips, and we put it up. That's what we call light touch. Then heavy touch is a lunatic. <laughs> Sounds perverted right there. Uh, heavy toucher. It's a heavy toucher. It's a heavy touch. Doug is heavy. By the <laughs> He's way, Doug me is, a lunatic. Doug is a heavy toucher. <laughs> he comes in, he turns the place upside down. He wants to do 82 episodes a week. It, it just it, it's a lot. So, but I also understand him uh, needing to exercise this demon. He wants to get on the he wants to do three days on the mic. And yeah. that's that's his business. And and you know, there's always a, a home here for Hollywood ways. But 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 <laughs> when you're combative, do it on the Hollywood Ways page. Moving forward, don't make me take don't don't, don't take shots take, at Michael Bay from the victory me, page. Don't let me make me take the victory of the podcast Instagram keys away from you. <laughs> well, anyway, I apologize to Michael Bay. I wish I had me his too. career, and we all he's do, got a better and, career and than us. He's so. got a better career than all three of us. Yeah, combined. exactly. So exactly. Um, and the podcast. So, <laughs> but also, I wanted to, to talk about. You know, these when we're talking about the Aquaman, you hear these horror stories. Now, I I, I was able to Doug uh, Dylan. Do you know who Dugray Scott is? He's a Scottish actor. He he was the bad guy in Mission Impossible yeah, Four. Great actor, great actor, uh-huh. serious actor. I, I I had the pleasure of directing him on Snatch, the TV show, and he was. I mean, I can't even say, I can't even say it. It's terrible. He was cast as Wolverine. Wow. Wardrobe, the deal done. He was Wolverine. Wow. And Mission Impossible 4 went over, and they wouldn't let him out. No way. And Mission Impossible 2? Mission, oh, Mission Impossible 2 um, went over schedule, and they did not let him do Wolverine. And it cost him a few hundred whoa. million dollars. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now, listen, in hindsight, 
Hugh Jackman is Wolverine, right? Yeah. Of course. But. Could have been him. He wasn't. Do now, now, could was. he just say, I mean, what, what do you do in that situation? Could he have just. Well, here's the said, thing. I'm, I'm doing it anyway. I'm now, just going to do it. You Tom guys are going to have to shoot around me and figure it out. <laughs> right. Right. It's not, I mean, like he was, it's not like he was Tom Cruise. Right. Yeah. Uh, he, he's the bad guy. I'm the, if if they really wanted to work it, wouldn't you want to work it out for somebody like that? Yeah, you, you would think so. Do it. What, I, so. what yeah. I will say is there's got to be more. Of that there are people in this business who do. And there are people who don't that legitimately are mm-hmm. worried about their own films. That's criminal. Now, what Tom Selleck, to Scott, unless there's more to that story, that's criminal. Tom yeah, Selleck agreed. could not get out of Magnum P.I. to do. Do you know what movie? Indiana Jones. I mean, wow. Tom Selleck. Now, you could again, you of could course. say the same thing. Maybe it yeah. wouldn't be. Of course, it would have been Steven good. Spielberg. Steven Spielberg <laughs> yeah, it would, it was not great. an idiot. It would have been just as He would have been great in it. And, and, he, and great. he, now, yeah. Tom Selleck's had a great TV career, but you think and there's any way he would have been a giant movie? Magnum P.I. is a great show. Yeah, and probably the coolest show you could do working in Hawaii and having a great time. I know, but Harrison Ford's career or Tom Selleck's? Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll take both. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, Tom Selleck's probably got a billion dollars. I mean, he's just fine. Did they do another Magnum? Magnum PI. They yeah. did. Yeah, they did. Damn, I want to do. They that. offered it to I'd Jerry. I'd love to do that. They offered Jerry it to Jerry. No, it was uh, not, not Magnum. Uh, uh, like part of it, the uh, like TJ or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. He, there was, there was. Yeah, because I spoke to the the showrunner. Jerry was up for one of those, one of yeah. those roles. You know, how could they not work that out? I mean, for example, Family Ties worked out. Back to the Future from Michael J. Fox. Why wouldn't? Yeah. Why wouldn't they do that for Tom Selleck? Like I said, it all depends. You never know what producers on it. Who has a fight with another producer? Steven mm-hmm. Spielberg wants our guy our star of our network to star in his next movie. Yeah. We got to figure it out. They didn't. So he Clearly. stayed on Magnum PI and, and it was their top show probably. And they probably said, we're not doing well, it. Well, the only thing I can think, and again, we're, there's gotta be more to that story. There has to be. Uh, nothing can convince me of anything different on the do gray front. Cause you would have to really not like somebody to snatch that opportunity from you figure it out. They did it on back to the future, but also you it's don't awesome. know if it's going to be whatever. I mean, l- listen, a lot of people are not thinking what the opportunity is going to be for you. They think about what kind of problems it's going to cause for them. That would be great if everybody did do stuff like that. Yeah. Like you, Conley. People have done that for me and you. Conley's doing it for yeah. you. He's allowing you to go to France and do this Mel Gibson movie and leave the podcast. Allowing, but it happens. I mean, allowing you to go do another podcast. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kev, how many times have people allowed, you know, like, you're like, oh, I'd love to do this film. Can you guys schedule? Can Listen, you fit I, me I, in somehow? I, they, they do I, it I've usually. seen people bend over backwards yes. to to do the best that they can. And As you know, should. And you know when they've done the best that you can, but mm. it's also... Uh, you know, says something about you that they they want to. By the way, I'm, I'm, just, I'm not saying Dugray Scott did anything wrong. I'm the whatever. wrong guy because I obviously just don't have the power of some of these people. Because let me tell you a little bit of story. If I called you and said, Doug, I got this role. Come on. We got to push Entourage a month. I was going to tell the story because, of course, I'd do anything I could for you. But it's ridiculous because that would not be the conversation. So let me tell you, one day on the set. We're running a little late because of an actor who is having some problems, and the Yankee playoff game is happening against the Angels. And Connolly comes over to me and goes, just so you know, I'm out of here in 30 minutes, whether we finish this or not. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm going to that fucking game. So, I, you know, of no, course. It was, La- it was a Laker game. <laughs> it was, was a Laker Lakers? game. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, I would make it work, but, you know. It I'm, was like a game seven. But I'm a schmuck. Crazy. I'm not fucking Michael Bay. And Michael Bay would probably be like, my movie's more important than Steven Spielberg's or this one. So I don't really give a shit what you miss. I we were but you know what? If Kev, if that scene wasn't done, you were not leaving. You cannot leave. He did. 
no, no, no. What did you of get? The, you got we the actually, scene done. We actually fired the, the actor. There's when no you, way you would have left that scene unfinished. Of and course gone not. The game. I just he's just I, telling you. I was just get it done. What I was just saying was, I think we're lit. Make it work. <laughs> we're lit. Move I think on. It, I think yeah. it looks good. Let's and go are right we now. rolling? Yes. And let's do a series. <laughs> and I'm gonna knock this out. I'm gonna give you four different. But it's funny too because we were right in front of the La Brea Tar Pits. So. Yeah. I could smell Staples. <laughs> I yeah, could yeah. smell the Staples yeah, yeah. Center. You get there quick. And it too. was like game seven something, Kobe. It was a whole right smack dab in the middle of it. And I'm like, dude. But by on, the way, I'm, I'm going a, to this game. I'm a guy who I cares can see too. the Staples Center. I yeah. will jump in a taxi. Yeah. I'm getting in, in wardrobe. You could jog there if you had <laughs> to. But you could also see Connolly, like the way you were in this episode, very childlike and very like, <laughs> I have so to get the media, I have to get that. Connolly was yeah. giving me that look like, I need to get to this I was game. like, I don't know. I think we should be shooting. I think <laughs> yeah. we should be shooting. You actually can look at that episode. I think it's the golf episode, wasn't it? And and you can see Connolly speeding through dialogue. He's, <laughs> He's so yeah. full of shit. But yeah, no, Dylan, ultimately, if the scene's not done, yeah. I would get you, you well, gotta I, finish I, I get sued. I would get in big trouble. To bring the whole crew back to that yeah, location no, Con- to we, finish yeah, listen, the we scene. Don't, we, don't, we, didn't, we never got the close-up. Connolly went to the game. Connolly had to go to the game. It's a playoff game. It's game seven. What do you expect the guy to do? You yeah. to do? You'd be docked your pay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, You should be. Would be. Yeah, rightfully so. So let's just do a little Penny Marshall here. You know, Penny Marshall, who was one of the great female comic actors who had a hit sitcom, but then became really one of the early on, since Patty Jenkins directed this episode, who is, I believe right now, the biggest female director in the world right now, I think. For sure. I mean, she's right there, yeah. And Penny Marshall became that. I mean, she had a string of hits from A League of Their Own, Awakenings, and, you know... Did she do Awakenings, Yeah, she was nominated for that movie, and, uh, you know, she was so awesome, and she was very, very close friends with Sheila Jaffe, our casting director, which is how we had her. And, uh, you know, I just want everyone to to take a look at some of her work because she was a genius and a very, very sweet and woman. And she hired Mark early on in his career. She actually... Renaissance I, man. I could yeah. be wrong. I think she found Mark. I think She did. She kind of brought him up. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh, we'd have to check that, but I think she... I think that might have been right before Basketball Diaries. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, But it was Lilo Brancato that she also discovered mm-hmm. and, and, and Wahlberg, yeah. Or, or gave Wahlberg a shot to be a real actor. Yeah, you yeah. Know? so yeah. she's awesome. So rest in peace, Penny. We miss you. And... Uh, so story story wise, we end up at the house, and and we E, I'll say it, E comes up with the idea here. We're gonna shoot the skinny part before Aquaman. Go shoot, shoot Aquaman, and come back. Vince puts eats some pasta, yeah. and uh, he puts on the weight. So we leave with a plan. So again, Great just plan. to just to criticize the the writing of it for a moment, I was just like, yeah, that's a real fucking genius idea. Obviously, somebody's got to figure out how to, and I'm not playing, I like Conley takes it personally. If you I can see his face it's up. a great idea. I have to defend I mean, my just, character. It's an <laughs> obvious idea. You obviously can't, uh, you have to shoot the sequences when he's skinny and then when he's fat. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> no, there's no other way to Saying do it. Saying somebody else should have thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, it uh, seemed like a line producer might have <laughs> come up with something like that. But I, I know Adrian never put the weight on, so, I mean, there's, you have to get rid of that. So, did we ever talk about how come he doesn't put the weight on for Medellin? He ends up wearing a fat suit. Right. Well, are you talking Vince or Adrian? <laughs> well, I, we weren't expecting well, Grenier to show up bulked up for the fucking... Because do you remember how many conversations I used to have? Every year I used to talk to Adrian. I'm like, Adrian, I'll pay for a trainer. Doug, you, yeah. you wanted him Doug, to come in yoked. I wanted Doug, his body to be Brad Doug Pitts. Doug offered I said, him the world. <laughs> Doug offered him a chef, a trainer, all this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. on the arm to get Grenier in the gym. And it just never wanted. We wanted to rock climb. I was like, rocks. everybody wins. If you look like... If you take that shirt off and look like Brad Pitt, we're all going to the moon. So whatever. And I say the yeah. same thing for the podcast, Dylan. If you get 
get that body back? Because yeah. you looked fucking jacked yeah, in this Dylan's episode. Know, Dylan's, jacked this whole, Dylan's jacked this whole season. I'm going to get back. I'm it went downhill back. when you broke your wrist. But we'll talk about that in that next, <laughs> in that next episode. <laughs> but in any event, so they take this genius plan that they have. And then we go to the Palm to pitch the idea to Paul uh, Ben Victor, Paul Ben Victor, Alan Gray, st- studio head, drama and turtle have been booted to their own table, <laughs> little to, boys uh, table, the little boys table. Now Connolly and I have been out with I don't know if we want to say who extremely big famous people who've done that. They've sat at a table with us, and they have two crews. So I, am I allowed to say who this is? You know what I'm talking LeBron? about? LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, <laughs> I mean, there was a bunch of people. He had a lot there of people There were two yeah. crews. So we were at a table with about eight of his crew, and then he had a separate table of another crew that yeah. wasn't invited to the main table. Right. It was amazing. They were at the drama tournament. I was invited, too, by the way. I just, <laughs> you didn't show up. I had better things to do. <laughs> they go out with LeBron. <laughs> but we, we shoot the scene at the Palm. You guys are, are quick to say this. I don't know if that's if that's the answer. We go to the Palm, and they say, hey, Alan, we have it figured out. And he basically says, well, Vince, we can't have our Aquaman uh, snorting cocaine for three hours in multiplexes across the, yeah. across the country. And I'm wondering, uh, I guess I could ask and find out if there's, uh, if there's something in contracts. I don't that. think it's the clause. I think what he was really saying is, is I'm not moving this day one minute. I don't yeah. need you in Columbia where you might get hurt on That's a set. That's what I felt too. Right. Yeah. I want to make this movie now. And, and basically he was saying, I don't really give a shit about your little passion project, you know, yeah. which I think is realistic. I yeah. think... You know, if they have the contract and are in first position, it's and, and something that and and by the way, those movies are so big, yeah, and they do. It's such a part of their yearly. I mean, they that's got to go. That's got to take the priority. And by the way, imagine since Medellin becomes a fucking disastrous bomb. Imagine <laughs> after Aquaman, the biggest movie ever. That's what he follows it up with. But is yeah. there a world where Alan Gray calls Haggis and goes, dude? Wait till Aquaman 2 is done, and then you can go shoot your movie. Is there a way that those guys get on the phone or no? They could, but I just think he's got one goal right now to make his movie, and he doesn't care about Vince's career or Paul Haggis' career. He's like, yeah. I got the big franchise, and I need to get it out as quickly as possible. And, and then while if, we're if talking— Vince pulls a power move there, too. Well, he goes, well, say, you know what? Uh, I want $20 million for— the second movie, right? The third movie. While we're talking about Vince Power being moves. a pompous dick, <laughs> he looks the studio eye in the head and says, "You're a man. You said you were a man of your word. Okay. Oh, oh. He said it's business, not personal." And Vince says, "Okay, I want twenty million. Yeah. It's business, not yeah. personal." That's uh, but fair enough for Vince. I kind of get that a little bit because he, he did promise him that he could do you it. You know what, bro? You can't you can't do that to the studio head. Not at, not at Warner Brothers. Uh, you, you let you, you let your agent do that. You don't yeah. you don't you don't do that to the. Let's studio. talk about That's the real power look. move though Let's that happened behind the scenes. An industry term. Uh, it's called day for night. Okay, so for shooting in a restaurant during the day, they have to make it look like it's nighttime. So they tent the windows mm-hmm. and it's lit. It's lit differently than it than it would be at lunch. So uh, this is early in the morning. We were shooting that scene. And uh, I guess at the end, Piven walks up and he's like, what did I miss? Or whatever it was. So, th- you know, uh, that day we're, you know, there's a lot of lighting. Again, they're making a, a day restaurant look night. So there's a little, there's a little bit of setup time. But, but Jeremy, you know, he, he, his, his alarm clock didn't go off. He overslept, right? So he was a little bit late. And whenever somebody's late, you know, they're already feeling it. They're already frazzled. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. You, you really you lay you, when they show up you you lay off because you still got to do the scene yeah, right? Yeah. 
you let it settle. It's not the he time. He didn't mean for his alarm not to go off. Correct. He's stressed like, out. Coming like from Dylan Malibu. on the podcast. <laughs> right. He's stressed out. He's yeah. already like, holy shit. Traffic. Traffic, traffic, racing, hair, so makeup, everybody yeah. waiting for him. So, yeah, yeah I, I think he was a little bit frazzled. And when he finally shows up to the set and it's like kind of quiet, Grenier, who was not like a prankster. I don't know, it was really yeah. strange. It's not yeah. like it was he was known for it. It's not like him and Pivot were such good friends or anything like that. <laughs> Grenier, he like walks up to the table and Grenier from under the table hands him an alarm clock in a box. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm still trying to figure out where he got the you alarm clock. You could have heard a fucking pin drop. I like looked at Adrian and I'm like, why am I? I was like trying to not well, be involved in that one. But what I was, was like, Jeremy's response to that? Not like, good. Uh, I know. I would imagine not, not good. good. Probably I mean, did he, a lot did he have like something what, to say. Probably about a it? lot like what your response would be, Dylan. <laughs> I probably would have smashed the alarm just clock. Grabbed the alarm clock and threw it across the room and smacked him in the head with it. Um, it was. It reminds me of one thing, which hopefully Dylan doesn't get upset about. Do you remember one time we had a couple of drinks? Not even a lot of drinks, but Dylan was like ready to go, and Grenier goes. Uh, here, just breathe into this. Do you remember this? <laughs> where did he go? Where? You what know, are you talking about? You were going home, and like, like, I mean, we, we, it was over a dinner. You probably had two drinks no, no, over no. four hours. Uh, yeah, and, no, and Grenier's like, not breathing. even, not even. Grenier had it was, his own breathalyzer. No, it was, a, it was, it was a set. It, it was like a, I don't even remember. We that. were doing a conversation. It was like a, it was like an interview, <laughs> and it was supposed to be loosey goosey. We literally, because I know, because I love it. We each had a glass of Johnny Blue, one glass. Over a and, couple and, hours. Over, yeah, so two-hour interview. And, and Grenier is, is waiting. Me too, bro. He's, he's out there wait, wanting to give us all breathalyzers. And, and Dylan's like, bro, I'll fucking ram that fucking breathalyzer down your throat. Get the fucking thing out of my face. So so Pivot's reaction, which, by the way, Jeremy... But, 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 but Adrian was on some like weird thing that day. He was actually strangely serious, or he was right. excited about the gadget, right? This is, again, you know, you got to remember, this is 2006. You know, uh, a pocket breathalyzer was like maybe a cool thing. Right. I don't yeah, know what yeah. the fuck it was. But by that the way, both go. things are so weird but, that he's carrying around a breathalyzer was, and the alarm clock. But that was yeah. different. The alarm clock thing was like calculated. And like, I don't know if he found it on the prop truck or whatever it was. <laughs> but when I tell you, I was like, whoa, not a chuckle from, a, from uh, not a courtesy chuckle from the crew, no. uh, anybody. I mean, talk about a joke that just laid there. And, and Grenier's holding the alarm clock. Like, you can't just... It's not like a joke. Like yeah. he, it's a physical prop joke. Yeah, yeah. So now he's like stuck with this alarm clock. Jeremy's nobody, not going to take it out of his Jeremy's hands. not going to take it. <laughs> Jeremy like, looked at him, told him to fuck off or whatever it was. <laughs> and now Grenier's holding this weird alarm clock. Oh, by the way, now let's do the scene. <laughs> it was, it was, awful. that is amazing. And uh, Jerry, I spoke to Jeremy. He wants to come back on here. We definitely have to remember to talk about uh, yeah, that. But, yeah. uh, that's and, 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 but, and, and listen, it was, uh, Grenier was just wrong. Yeah. He was. It was not It was not the time for a joke. By the way, you leave it in his trailer. A day right. later, even. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah. next day. Okay. Let the dust settle. <laughs> Let yeah. the dust settle. With the alarm clock in front of everybody, and he pulled it out, and he had a big <laughs> shit-eating grin on his face. It's oh, a horrible man. joke. Horrible oh, joke. Oh, that's hilarious. But that's how we end the episode, and then we are into the next one, season three, episode six. We're into uh, the threesome and strange days. So uh, We're going to have to get... Yeah. Been, yeah. By the way, since Dylan's gone, I say we go get Emmanuel Shrieky we'll to come see, in. Well, at least cover, she's in Vancouver cover doing her show. Talk about that threesome. I think she's. I think she's back. By uh, the way, Dylan, look at. Back. Did you see how excited he get? He'll call in from Gibson said He's like, Mel, I'm, I got to talk the threesome episode. Exactly. I'm calling in the guys. You guys are not allowed to do any episodes without me. Did you also? Oh, you only right. have guest spots. All right, I like right, it. I, like I got to do an episode. I love doing the episode. Just the way you say threesome is gross. You see that? You say the threesome. Threesome. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, yeah. 
Save that. Put that on Hollywood Ways, but we keep it <laughs> semi-clean over here. By the way, there's no better promotion for this thing than his hatred of Hollywood Ways. I, don't I, love, I, just, I can't I, wait. I, no, I don't hate it. I, I, it's my name. I created it. And by the way, if the thing, if it works, how quickly till he's my co-host? Till, Which will be great. Yeah. How quickly till Jerry yeah. Ferrara's sitting in that chair? That'd be pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Yeah, we ever getting Jerry Ferrara back yeah, on no, this? Yeah, listen, and uh, hey, listen, now I can say I'm one of those guys. I know, man, he just had a baby. Uh, whatever, it slows there things down. There goes your golf game. And I by know. the way, interesting yeah. stuff. By the way, is my golf game done for a minute? It yes. is, right? No, 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 no. Or you, you gotta, or your relationship is. I'm you got to play through, bro. You got to play through. <laughs> Either your golf game is over or your relationship is over. If and you that, start that this, no, 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 that no. he could still, it's, it, you're down to one day a Get week now. Get the fuck out of here. If you start disappearing for six hours a day while she's stuck with the baby and you're not working, you're fucked. I, I don't care well, what world you, you live in. Hell, golfing. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, like, we got a oh, podcast. Yeah. Listen, I got to get over to the. Uh, I got to get over to Ethan Suplee's to work of, on the podcast. He, he gets up early too. So he's a lot of different ways. A lot of yeah. different ways to skin a cat. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ethan and I Wahlberg's are going to talk American glutton kids. today. So uh, <laughs> Wahlberg's got a billion kids. He plays golf all the time. Conley's not Wahlberg. I am <laughs> not, no, I'm not. Not from a golf standpoint, a financial standpoint, an acting career standpoint. I'm not Wahlberg. But anyway, this was a lot of fun. Excited, Kev. Great. Best of luck on Thank the movie. We're excited. And, yeah. uh, and we'll be back. That wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. You can follow us at Victory the Podcast. Victory the Podcast. Conley in the library. <laughs>